Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Canby Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Castle. My passion is to inspire you and to empower you to be everything that you want to be. With me today is an author of a book called Sister, Own Your Finances. Elizabeth Rose wrote this book for women who have found themselves forced to make financial decisions they weren't prepared to make due to unforeseen circumstances. She starts with walking you through your mindset to prepare you for owning your own finances. I enjoyed talking to her because I just re- it just reminded me of what I need to learn from my husband who now handles our finances. What if something were to happen to him? What do I need to know in order to keep things moving? And then just going through that whole process for someone who has lost someone. Maybe it's not you that is going through this circumstance, but maybe there is someone else you know who is just really having a tough time making decisions on their own when they always relied on someone else to make them for them or with them. Let's get started on today's episode of the Candy Podcast. Elizabeth, I'm so excited that you raised your hand. Actually, did you raise your hand or did someone, someone, um, whenever I did a Facebook post looking for someone to interview who could share their story, something empowering, something inspiring, did you raise your hand? Actually, you raised your hand. I had posted um, a video. That's right. And you commented. That's right. It went the opposite way. Well, about that same time, I had posted on Facebook that I was looking for someone who had an inspiring or empowering story to share with my audience. And that's right. I saw your post at that same time. And I'm like, hey, this sounds like a great fit and something that my audience would love to to hear about. So thank you for joining us today on the KMB. Thank you for reaching out and inviting me. Absolutely. So tell me, I know you just wrote a book. Tell everybody what the book, the name of the book, and what it's all about. But I really want to know, I mean, this is the Can Be Podcast. So one thing that I encourage people is sometimes you got to bust through that fear and and just follow what's driving you, what's really fueling you, and and just do it. And you did it. I know there have been some pain points and some self-doubt going on. But first, share with us what it is that you have done. Well, the name of the book is Sister, Own Your Finances, and it is a book that is really designed or written for the woman in the middle stages of life who has found herself, usually all of a sudden, in a situation where she has to take control of the finances and she's perhaps never done that before, or if she has, it's been so long and she's rusty and doesn't really know where to begin. Um, you know, this is typically, you know, the person that's gone through a divorce or recently widowed and not just the finances, but everything is dumped on them. It's all at once. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is when this happens, they're just on that, uh, complete overwhelm and they don't know where to start. So Mm -hmm. then paralysis sets in. Right. So this is just a book to give them kind of a foundation. It's, it's not like high level, you know, financial guidance, but it's it's the roadmap, it's the blueprint. So like I can imagine at that point, it like for me in my household, 
It's not that I can't, but it's just the role in, in our household has, has been for the last 10, actually longer than that, I think now that I'm, I am, I'm making the money and my husband helps allocate those funds. And so I sit there whenever I was reading about the book that you were uh, about to bring forth for all of us, it, I don't even know that I know all the passwords. I don't even know what websites I really need to be going through. Do you even in the book talk about like, okay, if this just happened, this is how you try to find. Well, I, I don't address a lot of that in the book. And that's a great thing, the websites. And I was thinking about that just this weekend with my kids because I don't have a husband. And I thought, okay. And it was actually my phone. My phone had gone you know, into lock mode mm. and I was I don't know, driving down the road and I had on glasses and I had my hair pulled. I didn't look like me, so it didn't do the facial recognition. <laughs> and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, if I got, you know, if something happened to you, something happened to me driving down the road. Um, how does even like the police officer get in my phone to figure out who is my next of kin to call? Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, my kids can't get in my phone. So, yes, passwords is so important. And then what websites? Where mm -hmm. is your stuff? Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to know. And then we need to have it in a place that someone else can know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And just, you know, just all of those things that you hadn't thought about. And then all of the decisions that are now on your own, which I'm sure you've addressed on in the book, things that you had done together or things that you maybe hadn't thought about. Now you got to do on your own. What courage that takes for someone. It does. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, and I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but one of the things that really got my attention, which led to me writing this book, uh, was a client of mine uh, had come to me. She was going through a divorce. They were nesting, which is that new thing where the kids stay in the house and the parents come and go. And she wanted to buy a house. She had the money to do so, but she didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. Hadn't worked in 20 years, but she was college mm -hmm. educated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so much of this was already so familiar to me because I'd met with other clients in her situation. But what got to me is as we were going through the buying process of the home, I asked her, I said, okay, you've got to get homeowner's insurance. So who is your provider? That would be a great place to start. She has three teenage boys mm. driving with driver's licenses. And she says to me, I don't know. Mm. And that's when it really got to me. It's like, you know what? We're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. If we give the control over to somebody else in the house, mm -hmm. so often we're no longer involved at all. We don't know. Yes. So, you know, I, and, and I know this isn't what your book is about, but, you know, it just reminds me about the several years ago, my husband and I started having monthly business meetings, just the two of us. And we haven't done that in a long time, but I'm just thinking what an opportunity it is now to be talking about if this hasn't happened to you. You don't understand all of the things that you really need to be discussing. So the book would be helpful 
to make sure you're discussing all the things you should be discussing, but a monthly business meeting with your significant other would be huge. I think that's brilliant. It would be huge. Um, you know, so even if you aren't managing, and I know for me, when I was married, we, uh, there were seasons where one of us handled all of it mm-hmm. or the other one. Mm-hmm. I know my first marriage, my, my ex-husband, he was terrible. Thank goodness there weren't debit cards back then, but he would write <laughs> a check and then he, he couldn't remember what, you know, how much the check was for. And I, at the time was in banking and I, budget, you know, I managed the you money down to the, the moment the statement came in. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, wait a minute, we can't be off three cents, you know, we got it. Yeah. So, um, so I, I managed all that, but he managed other things. Mm-hmm. So communication is so key. Oh, you know, I remember the first time that we discussed having a budget, you know, in, in, just the accountability of having a budget is so important, but the information exchanged is equally as important just to know who's taking care of what. So I am sure there uh, that your book, even if you're not at a point where you have to figure out how to do it on your own, there's some good tips and there are things to think about. Um, or I'm thinking about my parents as they're aging. I mean, their chances of, of doing it alone are probably greater than mine what do I need to know in order to help my mom or my dad? Right. Because, you know, there's, there's so much, no matter how many assets you have, no matter how much or how little money you have, you have to know uh, all the things um, pertaining to whatever it is that you have. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what, how you can best manage it. So not just the budget, but if you have debt, like how do you go about paying it off and when and what's most important and then getting, you know, like your investment accounts, Mm -hmm. you know, do you have money set aside? And if so, how are you managing that? And what so many things have come to my mind since I finished writing this book that I was like, Oh gosh, I wish I'd added this and added that. Book number two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, like, I think one of the things that's pretty common is, um, for the average American who works a, you know, a typical job, they probably have access to a 401k and let's say they took advantage of that and start participating right away. How often do they actually look at it? Mm-hmm. How often do they ever rebalance their portfolio? Mm-hmm. Probably never. Mm-hmm. Um, they just get the statements and they say, oh, it went up, oh, it went down, mm-hmm. but they don't think about rebalancing as the market changes or their life changes and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the, all of the things. And I, and I know I'm, um, I haven't had a, an opportunity to read the book because it doesn't release yet. And so um, tell us what else we can expect in that book when it does come out and give us the information on releasing. All right. Well, one of the, things that I, actually the first thing that I start with in the book is mindset, because I believe that like nothing else matters unless you can fix your mind in the right direction. So I address that right up front. Um, and particularly because of the fact that the book is written for women who are perhaps coming through 
a real difficult time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they don't understand where they are financially and they haven't had to do it, they're probably feeling ill-equipped, uh, possibly uneducated, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. fearful, and uh, they're still dealing with grief in a lot of cases, right? I mean, exactly. grief of a relationship because it's it's over or or it's changed. It's not over or grief because someone's gone, like really gone. Right. And and then you have all the the added stress of the financial stuff, mm-hmm. the, the details that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think as women, we tend to beat ourselves up a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, we look at the worst of us instead of the best of us. Mm-hmm. And so I start off with the mindset and just try to remind them who they are and how they were created. And, mm-hmm. you know, they are capable and able, and maybe they aren't equipped with the tools yet mm-hmm. or the knowledge yet, but they can get it. Um, so that's where I start. I think that's so important too, as you are, I mean, because if you're in fight or flight and you're dealing with the, all of the stress hormones are racing through your body, you can't really make good cognitive decisions. So I think I'm so glad you started the book that way because it all begins there. Like you said, you've got to have your mind um, in the right place in order to make these hard decisions or even know where to begin to, to figure out what decisions need to be made. That's true. And, you know, we've heard a million times that decisions are made emotionally and then, and then we go support those with logic. Mm. So um, certainly if we're making these kind of decisions in an emotional space, let's at least make sure it's a good emotional space. Mm. I, um, so decisions made emotionally, or what'd you say again? I'm writing that one. Um, down. So we make decisions emotionally, but then we justify them or we support them with logic <laughs> as opposed to being logical first. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because uh, I just spent the whole weekend um, justifying some of my decisions because, you know, of course there's all these great shopping deals <laughs> So, so I made a lot of emotional decisions that I supported with the, the fact that it's the holidays and it's just a great opportunity to save money. Of course, it costs. Never going to get that price again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a simple, is that simplification of what you were saying, but it's still a true <laughs> statement. Um, so, t- so Throughout the book, what are some of the tips that the reader can expect to receive? Well, I I, I talk about um, setting a budget, and I know a lot of people are really adverse to even that word. You so, start cortisol um, all racing through my body when you say budget. <laughs> hey, I hate it too. So I don't even refer to it personally as a budget. I refer to it as a spending plan because the fact of the matter is I'm spending money. I'm spending money on my mortgage, my utilities, you know, my car, you know, it's a spending plan. So that's what I call it. Making the emotional decisions. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. That's, that's the plan. And then I talk about paying attention to it because I think that's where so many mistakes can happen, mm-hmm. especially in today's world where we don't have the checkbook register and writing checks. We're just swiping. And it's so easy to swipe really quick. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you've spent, you know, it's $20 here and $50 here. And then all of a sudden you've spent a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. paying attention is real important. Mm-hmm. I talk about debt, how to pay down debt. Um, and then I, I get into insurance. So I talk about all the different types of insurance. And one of the things, and that this is kind of like a, a something that's been important to me in the last year or so, just because I've seen some people go through some difficult times, is talking about an umbrella policy mm-hmm. and the value of an umbrella policy to protect you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, t- I talk about investing, the value of uh, time. And how starting sooner rather than later is going to benefit you. So I talk about the time value of money and compounding and uh, those sort of things. And which is really helpful too for somebody who has young adults at home, uh, mm-hmm. get them started early so that they can uh, have, have money set aside in their future. Uh, I talk about the home um, and different things that you can do uh from the, you know, the home appreciation and, and the equity position and so forth. So I think, I think I kind of ran through those real quickly, but that's, that's the gist of it. Um, it's well-rounded. You know, and so you've got a little bit of everything in there. A little bit of everything. I'm not giving financial advice. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, but certainly just given the basics so they can go seek some, some good counsel. But you've worked in the financial space for a long time. So yeah, for like 40 years. Yeah. So it's not like you're speaking from, you know, I mean, you do have the experience and knowledge and wisdom behind you. So, well, I I love that you have followed um, what you're passionate about. And um, I, I, I know that that's how you have um, conducted your business and really found your niche, which I think is so important to find your niche, find something that really fires you up and gets you excited about getting out of bed in the morning. And you found that, and then you took it to the next level and used your voice and your experience and your knowledge to really educate others in a, in the form of a book. And I think that is huge. I'm sure there was a lot of self-doubt that you had to kind of go through and the, who am I to be writing a book? And and in all of that, but the fact that you still led with your heart and and did it bravely is a big deal. And that's, that's, that's a, I, I want to honor you for that. Well, thank you. And you're right. You know, there's a lot of times where you're thinking, okay, who am I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I don't have this or that to, mm-hmm. to do this, but um, we all have a story. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I do think it's so important to find your passion those change throughout the course of your life mm-hmm. uh, as, as you go through different phases of life, but um, just go find the next one. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that, I mean, you're speaking, you're speaking truth authentic, authentically, because this is something you experienced. And, and so you're teaching from those lens, that lens as well. And um, so, you know, to get to a point where you understand that this happened to me and this is what I learned from it. And this is what I want to share with the world is, and that's, I, I just thank you for doing that because not all of us have the courage to do it. So, well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. 
Well, I'm excited. So tell us, when does the book release and how do we find it? The book releases, well, it's pre-sale as of Saturday, December 3rd, and it'll be on Amazon. And then it'll also, I still don't know quite how this works, but I've got a web guy (laughs) uh, working on my website and you'll be able to buy it through my website as well. Good. Okay. So Amazon, we can um, search it by the name of the book. By the name of the book. Sister. Sister, Own your your finances. Yes. All right. And you are written on there as the author. You're not a ghostwriter. I mean, it's you. All me. All All me. I love it. Well, I appreciate you raising your hand and saying, yes, I want to talk about my book. I um, am so glad you are here. And I thank you for sharing the information and again, for having the courage to write the book. Um, Thank you, audience, for listening to another episode of the Canby podcast. Please share this information. I know you know somebody who would benefit from knowing this book exists. And it doesn't have to have been a circumstance that's happened. You may know somebody that just really needs to be reminded of the importance of knowing what's going on in their household. I just raised my hand and said, hey, I'm one of those. I used to handle all the finances. I don't need more. And there's a lot of things I don't know because my husband handles it. And if you weren't around, I'm not even real sure what I need to be asking him about. So um, back to family meetings for us. And I am going to use the book to go through and make sure I cover everything that we need to be covering together as as a family. But thank you so much for listening. And I am sorry about that alarm. That was kind of loud. Uh, Thank you for listening. Share with others. Leave me a review. And I'd love to also hear from you. Have a great day.